Yo, this your boy Frank Nitt. And there's rules if you want to get in this Marvel Studios. Don't nobody get in this motherfucker. So rule number one, don't pop your ass up. Don't bring no extra niggas. And you better be ready to write, direct, produce some hot shit. Or you will not get in. Marvel Studios, nigga, you know what it is. Frank Nitt, let's go. We got a lot from your block to the comic shop. Drop a tempo, son. You know I got tools, infinite, infinite. Fine. I'll do it myself. You now on that wavelength, time to sign in. As Dove Floyd and Claudius chime in on topics of comics, brought to expand the hip hop connect with a gauntlet in hand. They got it locked in, they floss in the brand. The block to the comic shop, they cross and examine. Representations feminine moved on the shelf, and the system is happy with the movement is dealt. We don't wait for the sick to improve on the health, so we pull a Thanos, fine, I'll do it myself. And it'll come out extra clean, fresh for the fans like an extended scene with the hip hop and comic dimension. They activate you with gems they presentin' Hand in the gauntlet, yes we gon' flaunt it Hip-hop marvels will bring you the rawness Boy, DJ Dub Floyd in a place to be, and in a place to be is DJ Dub Floyd. This is the Hip Hop Marvels Podcast. This is Rick three zero three seven eight, the collector. You almost forgot your name, my man. Uh, <laughs> we got so many names. We I know so many names. I am Dub Floyd, the Blue Marvel. Um, this is episode. Hey, we in the double digits now, bro. Volume two, episode ten. Volume two, yeah, episode ten. Doing big things. Doing big things. Double digits. The team is growing. The Squadron Supreme is is becoming more supreme by the day, and we uh, have our first female member of the team. <laughs> I was just gonna let her speak, but I mean, we got estrogen in the building. <laughs> I was just gonna let her speak. Yeah, we're talking about Kasha Mosley because no, I was going wow, by, I forgot my name. You forgot her last <laughs> name. No, because I was going by her. Right, that's what I was going to call. I, was, I don't want to call her Cash Collective. Like, well, I mean, I go with Cash Collective a lot. Oh, okay, really? yeah. okay, 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 okay. So that's what we're gonna do. It's my IG name. Okay, Cash um, Collective. We're gonna call her Cash Collective, and um, she's in the building with us for the first time. I'm a, well. Let me break down how I, you know, bumped into her. Well, um, upon me moving to Durham, you know, this is my third year in Durham, and you know, when I first got here, I was trying to scope out the scene, you know, because. You know, I was like, where are all the people that are into the things that I'm into? Hip hop, you mm-hmm. know, uh, comics, uh, anything having to do with the culture or, you know, pop culture for that matter. And uh, so I would just ease my way into different discussions on Facebook and different social media. And I I don't, I really don't remember what the subject was about. But, and I also do remember, though, that I was putting out there that I was looking for people to 
you know, mm-hmm. um, pod with. And she was like, I'll be down. She's like, I'm, you know, I, I, I know about the culture and, and I already knew you knew, you know, about, you know, the Marvel uh, Universe and, you know, especially the MCU. And so I was like, okay, we put it out there. Some time went by, you know, people would live their lives, life busy, happens. life happens, you know what I mean? And, um, you know, so like, it's, it's nice to be here now and, and it's crazy because like, we're only uh, going up from here. A lot has happened from last year to now. And, you know, it's just, shoot, we are, we're about to be on a roll. So, yeah. like, I'm glad you can help contribute to that. Yes, you know what I mean? You. So, why don't you tell... Honored to be here. Oh, appreciate it. So, why don't you tell the masses how you got the name Cash Collective. Okay. Tell them a little bit about yourself. How did you get into hip-hop? Tell them what you love about Marvel. I know that's a lot, <laughs> no, but right. it's your chance to speak. You know what well, I mean? Well, no. <laughs> So Cash Collective um, is basically a play on my name, which is Cash, Casha, but Cash is my nickname. Uh, collective, I chose that name for my Instagram name because it's just a collection of shit that I like. Right. But it just turned out to be my photography name. Um, so a lot of people know me as just like on the street. They'll just see me and be like, what's up, Cash Collective? Oh, but okay. um, yeah, I'm pretty much a big hip hop head. Um my older sister actually introduced me to hip hop. Okay. Um, How so? Just going through her CDs, stealing stuff. Uh, I think Nas <laughs> was probably, you know, that's the basically one. how it starts. Right. Yeah. That's always how I start, right? Nas was probably my first CD that I can remember of taking from her. I can't remember which Nas it was. But um, I really fell in love with hip hop when I heard The Roots Things Fall Apart mm. because I'm from the country. I'm from Warrington, North Carolina, and listening to hip hop to me was a, a way to like just visualize stories, and so that's okay. A way to that escape. Whole album is a way yeah, to escape something exactly. in a way, especially uh, and you know not to cut you off, but especially in a way to where, like you said, you, you felt like you were stuck in one spot, right? Because like I often gave the story, you know, a lot of times on this podcast, um, what got me into hip hop and comics, um, it was the fact that. It was so much going on around me, I wanted to escape. Right. You know, like, you know, I would go through some stuff at school, come home. You know what? I want to go to space tonight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I would open up a comic <laughs> book. You know what I mean? Like, that's how it was for me. Like, I can, like, literally escape. So, and, and through the music as well, because, like you said, if the stories are painted, like, the pictures are painted well and the stories mm-hmm. are, are, are given to you real vividly, then you can almost just, you can picture yourself. Yeah. There or you know in another destination, another. I think setting. people sleep on the writing in comics. People really look at the art. Well, not all people, but I guess like the the novice or the mm-hmm. casual comic book fan just really looks at the art, right? And yeah. but not paid attention to the story. Like the story, I think I, yeah. I was telling telling T one time I was like, Frank Miller had like some of the best. You could read an issue of Daredevil and it wouldn't be no fighting in it. It'd be an issue about him and Electra's relationship. But it, mm-hmm. it keeps you. Yeah, <laughs> it keeps you like glued to the to the pages. Yeah, because it doesn't have to have you know. But yeah, not to cut you off. Oh you no, no. But um, I mean, I'm a I'm a visionary. So like you said, um, just imagining what this story would look like on film or on you know television. That was my. That's how I really fell in mm. love with classic hip hop and lyricists and you know right. putting the story together. 
Right. But um, also because I'm a preacher's kid, so I didn't really do much growing up. So that's also you know how I just fell so much in love with hip hop because it right. just takes me away from. I did. I wasn't out on Friday nights like most people were. I was in my house doing nothing, watching TV. Um, besides the Roots album, Ghostface, um, Supreme Clientele, that one. We really just had to, we just had yeah, like a on discussion Facebook. on Facebook because I literally fell asleep with that, with that type of music. Now I'm kind of an energy type of person. Mm-hmm. So I like to listen to really chill things yeah. at night. But in high school, I'm like, what the hell was I doing <laughs> listening to this in my ears at night? <laughs> so now whenever I'm kind of like tomboyish when mm-hmm. I, in the way I speak to people. Right. So I'm just like, that's why I'm like that because I'm listening to Ghostface in the middle of the night and waking up angry, like, <laughs> like about to go off on people. <laughs> but yeah. That's wild. This lady likes Supreme clientele. Oh my God. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Like, yeah. We just had that discussion. Wu Tang album ever. Is it your favorite Wu Tang MC? Yes. <laughs> so we got we got two <laughs> yes. in the building. That's yeah. you know two two in the building. That's I like RZA, but I I definitely. Oh, now that's a new. I mean, not not I'm not not shitting on on RZA at all. But that's like I don't hear too many people saying like that's like their number one or whatever. I hear when well, it comes to the beats. Yeah, of not course. The lyrics. Yeah, not yeah. Beats and then I think for now. Don't get me wrong. Me, RZA be saying some stuff though. Yeah. Yeah, he really does. You know, for yeah. me with RZA. Like over time, his um, his he's just a genius when it comes to like his uh, the scores that he does for music for movies. Right. I'm I'm and, I'm looking forward to that new movie he got coming yeah. out. Uh, what's what's the name of? It? I I can't remember the name I of it. I saw but it and it's based in New Orleans. Yeah, oh has, yeah yeah yeah. Ti yeah, yeah. in it and uh, Wesley Snipes. Yeah, and the yeah. dude who played Tupac in yeah. the All Eyes on Me. Movie. Yeah. So I'm yeah. I'm I'm I'm. I'm you know, anxious to see I that. Um, I know it's post Katrina though. Whatever's going on in the movie, yeah. so it's post Katrina. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Um, I love Ghost Dog, like the score to that, like he yeah. did. Um, oh, the score and the soundtrack was tight. Yeah, it was tight. Um, Banging the man with the iron fist. I don't care what nobody say. I love the movie and I love the soundtrack. I don't mm-hmm. care. <laughs> what, do you think, what, do of, what do you think of him as an actor? He's fair. He's fair. He's fairly okay, good. Yeah, he's fairly good. Cause what was the movie he was in? He was. Uh, they were. He was with Clive Owen and all them. Exhibit was in the movie. Remember? Oh, uh, Jennifer Aniston was setting up people on the train. Oh, that was uh, der- no, derailed. Was it derailed? Was it derailed? I think it was, it was derailment or derailed or something like that. Yeah, yeah. derailed. Yeah, yeah. I thought he was pretty good in that. Yeah, you yeah, know, he the was. Con that he tried to get the yeah kill home, he, knock him off. But I thought he was pretty good in yeah, that. Yeah, he was pretty good. He was. I, I mean, Ghost Dog was a short. Uh, yeah. Appearance in that, so I really yeah. couldn't judge his acting skills. Well, he had to, I love uh, how, uh, his transition from music to movies. Film. Yeah, yeah. It was something I could see coming, though. Yeah. It was something I could see coming. Yeah, I, I meth surprised that. me. I didn't think meth would be the actor yeah. that he He's is. Really good too. Right, but um, but yeah, but yeah. I know we're going off of many a tangent, oh, but good. this <laughs> is why, like, this is why I love what we do as far as like our podcast because we're not trying to like be anyone else. We we. We have like bar- barbershop conversations. Yeah, we have like, structure, but we, we keep have it structure as loose as, as we can. Yeah, right. yeah. With like, you see, we introduced you, and we wanted <laughs> you to introduce yourself, but like, we went here with it. Mm-hmm. Now we coming back. We, we do that a lot. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, this is another lady I don't usually hear. I love Supreme Clientele. Like, oh I hear, I hear Iron whenever, Man. I hear Iron Man a lot from the ladies, but they, they feel in love with that. All that I got is you, though. Whenever I need to get in a 
cocky. Like I said, I'm big on energy. Mm-hmm. So whenever I need to get into a, a cocky mood, like a, a hustle mood or like a, I feel like I need to curse somebody out. So let me like meditate on this music. <laughs> That's my go-to. <laughs> Supreme clientele is my go-to. But you know what else? Um, Young Thug does that to me too. Like whenever I'm like Young Thug trying to like get into like a good mode of like making money, mm-hmm. I listen to my Young Thug. I he he he's different. Um, no, he is. It's just it's the energy from his. It's beat, so. yeah yeah yeah. He um I respect him. At first I was you know kind of like, but you know I, I respect him now. He's one of those uh like with this wave of music right now. He, a few years into the future, he's gonna be one of the ones yeah. that, like all the youngest now, gonna be really will be uh, all the ones that like from this that type of music. He's gonna be one of those ones in a few because he's lasting. It's a it's a trillion of them dudes. You know what I'm saying? And only a few stand out. Name some that stands out besides Young Thug doing that same kind of music, like Gunna, and like yeah, like the the the, the, the base the the baby like the basics. Now like, I like the baby. Like the baby, Mayden. the baby showed me something on the Dreamville compilation. Yes, he did. Cause he showed me that he could really rap if he, he wants can. to. He can. Yeah. You know, his subject matter is I, I understand he's young and everything, and right. and he's appealing to the young people. But when what whatever kind of rap you, whatever kind of hip hop, not rap, whatever kind of hip hop you do, I think you should do something lyrically, just as far as for the culture. Mm-hmm. True. True. You know what I mean. You can't call yourself. A hip hop that head brings or me. I'm an MC. You're right. But you don't do anything with any kind of lyrical content. You're right. That right. brings me into one of my sub my, one of my uh you know topics. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> we gotta still bring it back to her. No, I'm good. <laughs> she over there like <laughs> it's gonna come back. No. But go ahead. Um yeah, uh what else did I miss? Um, you said um Oh, my relationship with Marvel. Yeah, that. And then, you know, like what you know, what you do and you know, oh, okay. Well, yeah. Let me get into what I do. Okay. Um, and I've been working on my elevator pitch, so y'all about to hear it. So <laughs> I am, I am an Air Force vet, and um, I did, I was in the Air Force for eleven years. Um, but since transitioning out, I basically just been hustling with my photography, being a professional photographer. Um, and I'm transitioning into the PR and brand field because I. Obviously, I love hip hop, and so I wanted to really work with artists and brand development. Hey, but, she you can know, help. If I get into she can help us out. Then that's cool. You can help us but, out. Yeah, that's who I am. <laughs> <laughs> but um, my relationship with Marvel, um, like I said earlier, I really, I'm kind of new to it, so I was really intimidated right, right. coming on the show because I don't know a lot. But no, I'm a don't research be person. because like I like I told you, don't be. Um, because you know, like I said, it's a learning curve. Yeah. You right. know what I'm saying? It's a learning. We, curve. I, we all learn from each other. Right. Yeah, it's a learning. He's telling me, like, am I wrong? Like, correct me if I'm wrong. Like, there's times where you'll let me know about something Marvel did in the past or whatever, oh, and I'm yeah. like, oh, they did that, and I'm thinking I'm like the Marvel king. Like, <laughs> but you know he's hipping me to like new stuff as mm-hmm. far as like Marvel. I don't get to read as much as I'd like to, or like I don't. Comics are so expensive now. Right. Right. You know, right. and I'm at. You know, when I was a kid, I could afford them. Where I'm getting like five, six, seven issues at a time now. Yeah, I mean, how much yeah. does one comic book cost? Because I bought a magazine the other day, and I did not realize it, but it was like nine dollars. And I'm just waiting like, for a magazine, a, a magazine, magazine or an actual. I comic haven't. Book. I can't. A magazine. I can't tell expensive. you when the last time. Uh, uh, wait a minute. Okay, so rewind. <laughs> 
No, I can't tell you when the last time I purchased, when was the last time I purchased a magazine? I can't really, I don't really know. But comic books are, they stem anywhere from like, what, 475 to like, yeah. you know. So like, if you get a graphic novel, that that now that's going to bring in the double figures. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, um, I mean, it's the quality of the paper now. Yeah, it just depends on, you like, know. You know, uh, uh, if it's a story arc or like something, a serious issue you have to get, yeah, that may be a little bit. They more. take advantage of that. If it's a story arc, you want to keep reading the story mm-hmm. arc. They definitely take advantage of the fact mm-hmm. that well, we're going to up the price on this because mm-hmm. we know people are going to cop it because right. they want to finish this arc. Right. Wow, that makes but I, sense. but I had no idea. Uh, magazines are close to ten dollars for yeah. a magazine. Yeah, bro. Have you? I mean, I like. It's been a while since you brought Sports Illustrated. I'm a photographer, so I like. <laughs> right. Yeah. Inspired and. Yeah, yeah, Sometimes of course. They have really, I mean, they still have really good articles. You talking so. to like one of the biggest? What well, this guy still has them, <laughs> but <laughs> source in double XL like magazine. Oh yeah, yeah. Like you yeah, talking yeah. to like, like when it comes to that, oh, like we know. I got that joint in the car. What's that? Remember the, the hip hop photography book I had? Where they, they, it was like a lot of like photo shoots for like uh-huh. rappers. Or photos for like their oh, album needed, covers. Yeah, I gotta. She, she might dig that. Yeah, yeah. I, I make like, sure I, I let Jonathan, you. Jonathan, um, what's his last name? Manion. It's called. It's called. I know the the book is called. I grew up on hip hop. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it's like a bunch of like outtakes from photos where guys are getting. You know, you had like the one primary photo that might have made the the magazine or the album. But then you mm-hmm. had the other ones leading up to that or something yeah. like that. Right. Like Different poses and the ones they took out. And yeah, stuff like that. You know I'm, I'm sure so, you know about. Yeah. You got yeah. a lot of. The next, the, the next time we get up, yeah. I'll make sure I bring that so she can see that. I yeah. think I think she yeah, she would sure. like that. For sure. I think you'd like that. She like she's but, not yeah. here. You would like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so um I'm just inspired by a lot. So but yeah, I would definitely love So that. but yeah, that to add to that, um, you know, don't don't feel intimidated. Like this is all a learning curve. Um Jump at in. least you know <laughs> at least you there's gonna be some stuff she tell us that we're gonna be like, oh, exactly. Word? Like I mean, that's what it's all about. And it's about bridging that gap between hip hop and Marvel. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So let me back up for a second. What exactly did you did you do in the Air Force? Um, my career field was three S, um, which is basically it's called personnel mm-hmm. in the Air Force, but on the outside it's basically human resources. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I did that my whole career. Okay. okay. So you, mm-hmm. you work with people, so you know how yes. yeah. Okay. Me, uh, it's a lot different for me, my military. <laughs> Number one, I wasn't in that long. Because you were, what, um, Army? Army? Okay. Yeah, Army. Um, and that was a 13 Bravo, which is, equates to field artillery. I had a combat job. Mm-hmm. Um, upon me joining, 9-11 happened. Uh, totally my, unexpected. Yeah, totally unexpected. Right. It happened. I joined after 9-11. Huh? Oh, you joined after. Yeah. Really? I, I joined right before. I joined in 2000. Mm-hmm. Went to my first duty station in Korea. 9-11 happened while I was in Korea, got shipped back to the States, to Fort Campbell, Kentucky, got deployed within like less than a year. Wow. And by 2003. I was in high school when 9-11 I was a senior. By 2000, wow. <laughs> by 2003, I was What made you decide deployed. to join the Air Force despite 9-11 happening? Because I remember like a lot of people was like, I can't do it. School money. This is going on now. That. School money. I <laughs> the biggest conspiracy theorist so I was like mm, yeah whatever the US did that but anyway I went um, <laughs> so I was you're not at, alone you're not yeah, alone yeah. right I was at North Carolina Central University after I graduated high school and I was a criminal justice major and I hated it and I wasn't doing anything and my boyfriend at the time 
his dad was Air Force. So, you know, going around him and his family, I'm just like, okay, they live pretty well. So I just decided I'm going to drop out of school and I didn't want to go back home to Warrington, North Carolina to do nothing because it's nothing there. So I was like, I'm going to, you know, make the best decision and join the, join the military, the Air Force or whatever, have right. a job and go with that until I decided to get out. And um, I wanted to get out in four years, but, you know, push, life happens. I had right. a baby, um, got deployed around that separation time, around that four-year mark, and was in Guam um, during that time. So I just re-enlisted, got divorced twice from the same man. Twice. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You got enough to so, write. Like, yeah. She got enough to write like three novels, man. Yeah, I like, do. I have a... I do. I, yeah, trust me. I do. He knows my story. And, and, I, I mean, I'm sure. A lot of yeah, stories. I'm an yeah, open book. Yeah, for but, real. Um, but yeah, with, my, with me getting out, that's when I realized what my dream was. Like, going to college for straight out of high school, I didn't realize that mask communication was a thing even though you sit at home and you watch tv mm-hmm. like it just didn't click that those are jobs that i could do you know yeah right. it, it, didn't, it doesn't it didn't click like from growing up in the country right. you don't realize these are thousands of jobs that you can have right so um that was the main thing yeah. for me like what when um what kind of pushed me to go into the military because i wanted money for school right but at the time i i was you know heavy with drawing mm-hmm and I was real good with the art. And so I said, you know what? I'm going to go to school for graphic design. That was my main focus. So when I went to the military, I, I only went for three years. So my plan was to go in and just get right out. But then 9-11 happened. But before that, I was like, military ain't so bad. I thought about right. actually making it a career. Yeah, I was in for 11 years. And <laughs> yeah, I thought about going I got out longer. because of, um, like, I have two children. And... um. I just didn't want to deploy again because I was right. up for another. And see, at the time I, I had my son. assignment, yeah. and mm. I didn't want to move around the world by myself as a single mom. Um, also, my dad um, was going through some issues, and so I knew that I wanted to move back home to be closer to family, even though they probably seem like, even though they probably <laughs> think I'm not at home as much as they would want me to be. But I really am back in North Carolina to be with my family and so that my boys can grow up with their family. Right. Right. So I was in the military. My dad was Mm -hmm. so, but I don't think a lot of people realize that sometimes, even though you're not in the military, you do that time with whoever, whether it's your, your parents, your husband, your wife, whatever. And I'll be honest with you. If it wasn't for my dad being in the military, I probably wouldn't have been to the countries that I've been to the States that I've been to just, and being around the kind of people Mm-hmm. That I've been that you know that I've been around, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I mean, I did kindergarten in here in North Carolina. Then after that, I was gone to other places. We didn't mm-hmm. come back to North Carolina to live permanently to like my freshman year. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm growing up all kind of places. People are like you're not from North Carolina. You don't have an accent. I'm like because when I started to speak or being able to start speaking well as a as a kid, I'm I'm here. I'm there. I'm and like right. since being around other kinds of different people, I think everybody can benefit. Um, some kind of way. What I've always told people when they join the military is don't, and this is no disrespect to anybody in the military or anything, don't be a slave. Mm-hmm. Right. Make the military work for you. Don't Man, be used by the military. That's exactly what I did. That's, that's exactly what I did. Because like I said, you know, I went to, I, I originally wanted to go to school. 
So upon getting out of the military, you had a plan though. You had a plan already yeah, in your but head what you wanted but, to do. Right, but it didn't just hit right away. Like I got out, you know what I mean? Like you know, uh, late two thousand three, early two thousand four. I got that's when I got out, cleared out the military, honorable discharge, everything. And so I said, okay, now what? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I, it's like you kick the person back out. It's almost right. like prison. Like you know, when you wait for so long, everything you know. You got an adjustment. Crazy, yeah, you, right? you got to have an adjustment to, to As a woman, I it took me like like almost a year to realize like this is, it's really funny, but it took me like a year to realize that, y'all excuse me, that I could wear thongs because like in, in uniform, <laughs> in uniform you have to wear right, underwear, right. like whole, like you have to be in uniform oh. from top to bottom, yeah. right. everything. So, like, one day I was just like, wow, that's crazy because, you know, like, I'm still, like, transitioning out to becoming a civilian. Right. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, I still it's a see, trend. it's some things that I still can't do. Like, I am, to this day, unable to walk and text. I don't know how people do that. I cannot because in the Air Force. You can't do that. You can't, you can't walk do and that. text. Yeah. Like, you're supposed to stop, text, and then carry on. Right. I don't, you won't see me with my hands in my pockets a lot unless I'm. Outside. And see, uh, uh, certain things, that, yeah. uh, uh, you know, certain things I picked up on and mm-hmm. that I still use to this day and stuff like that. Right. But wow, I, you see, I got a hat on now in the mm-hmm. house. But before, every time I go right. in the house, I, your hat coming off. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, That, uh, you can equate this to my PTSD. Uh, anytime I'm around, like we could be out in a restaurant setting. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you noticed this when we um, back when we worked together or whatever. Right when we used to eat lunch or whatever. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. I, I gotta have that. a wall. But I gotta, I gotta be. Yeah. By, I gotta have a wall behind me. Right. I can't yeah. see. I can't be. Yeah, I have facing, to see the door. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have to see that. Because, Unless I'm with a man that's that's a gentleman and can see the door for me. Right, right. right. Yeah, I have to. Yeah, I have to like look. What who's coming in, who's leaving, what right. exit or whatever, and not even just for my sake, but who am I'm with. Right. right. Um, one of my friends said, uh, the best type of friend you can have is a friend with PTSD. <laughs> because they will I've protect never heard you. that one. No, nah, mm-hmm. because they they will protect you. you know yeah, what I'm even at school right. now, I make sure I sit close to the door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because I I didn't go to Iraq, but I did go to Afghanistan. Right. And while I was there, um, like literally a mile down from my office. Seven people got shot and killed because an Afghan, um, I guess he just flipped out or whatever. But it's it's so crazy that even though it didn't happen to me, like I remember one of the people that got shot and killed, I had just in processed him to the base like two days prior. Mm, wow. He had a two year old daughter, mm. and so every April I go through like anxiety. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. No, nah, no. Nah, I, 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 shoot. I feel, I feel you. I had, you know. You know, I don't want to turn this into yeah, like, yeah, but, yeah. but <laughs> we get a little somber on yeah. on here. But no, um, you know, I've had homies that pass away, and like every year we'll like commemorate them. Mm-hmm. Like, um, each of we have a, a group of my unit, mm-hmm. and uh, every year, you know, we'll uh, or like just New Year's, we were all like telling each other Happy New Year. Right. And we'll all like toast and hold up what yeah. we're drinking. Like, what you drinking tonight? You know, whatever. So we all, you know, stay in touch or whatever. But yeah, yeah. it's it's. It's crazy. But it's man. a good experience. I I won't ever tell anyone don't go into the mm-hmm. Air Force. Um, but always, but that's just I like I said though. That's like I said. Go. I yeah. don't care what branch it go. is. Make it work for you right. though. Right. Don't don't become a slave. That make was, it work that for was you. One of my right. In, exactly. in the Air Force, because they could never conform me 
<laughs> they they were always just like, oh, you you can't be that nice to people and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, we're all human. Like, at the right. end of the day, you go home and you take your uniform off, too. Right. Like, I'm going to treat my airmen to the chief master sergeant of the Air Force the same. Right. I'm going to show everybody the respect. I might show the chief a, more, a little more respect yeah, right. if I'm helping them out. But right. I'm not going to be mean to people just because yeah. I have a few more stripes. So, that was... That definitely was hard for me. Um, sometimes we'd be in briefings about, you know, what's yeah. going on in the military, and I would be rolling my eyes like, yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> First and 15th, okay. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. First and 15th, but, you know. for sure. I mean, what do you think about the changes now? Both of y'all, I'm asking both of y'all this, in the military now. Now I'm hearing that you can have a lot of tattoos now. I'm hearing now that your hairstyles can be, or they're a little I'm more cool liberal with, with it. I just, the only, yeah. the only gripe I have with it is it wouldn't pop it when I was in. Like, that's it. I think for me, um, <laughs> the biggest thing that I was, I had a gripe with was now in the Air Force, you can have locks. And I couldn't um, three years ago when I was still in. And then the tattoo thing with the Air Force, um, they're not having it. I mean, you can have tattoos, right. but if you're in uniform, they have to be covered up. Yeah. Right, gotcha. But um, I don't know. The Air Force, I mean, everything. I think yeah, the Air Force is different from the Army, too. Yeah, though. I think yeah the Air Force yeah. is. They different. were a little laid back anyway. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, we used to, like, hate because we used to hate on we're them. We're, like, laid back, but more... Professional, professional, I guess, yeah. if it makes sense. And yeah. I definitely think they push the Air Force more so to be educated and right. things like that, where they consider the Army and yeah. like the Marines just straight like, up oh, grunts. Air Force, you're smart. And I'm just like, yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, that's how we I have, mean, but that's how it is. Though. Have, like the Navy and the Air Force, I hear they pretty much push y'all towards education. The yeah. Army and the Marines yep. is kind of like just like a grunt. You're, you're a soldier. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's we it. had we had like warrant officers and stuff in, mm-hmm. in, in, in the Army, which like, they some of them came from the Air Force into the Army and became warrant officers, or now, some of them went I to that school. Was weird too. I'm some like, of them went yeah. to uh, what is it, West Point? Yeah, uh, you know stuff like that. So the culture though is definitely different because uh, I'm thinking about a time we were deployed and um, like the Army troops, they literally had to wait to figure out what they had to do to get instruction from their sergeant. Or oh whatever. wow! And like the Air Force was doing turnover. Like with one person right. at a time, like okay, it's yours. He go. So Air Force was just on it, like okay. But a soldier, he literally, we're friends on Facebook, and he calls me Air Force. I call him Army, and he was like, "Y'all just do that." And I'm like, "Yeah, that's that's <laughs> like what we're taught. We're taught to be leaders on our own." So yeah, right. yeah, it's diff- it's it's a lot different. So, so you said you you know you um you went in and. You know, you had to adjust getting out. Mm-hmm. So, what, um, like, what kind of motivated you to, because uh, I mean, you to said get out of yeah. the Air Force. Well, no, not not to get out of the Air Force necessarily, but like to pursue your 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 dreams, your goals. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know what? Honestly, like upon getting out. Right. You honestly, I just um, I have one of my mentors. He's one of my best friends. He got out. Um, and now he's actually Karen Civil's personal assistant. Wow. And wow. he yeah. just just watching him grind from going to school, mm-hmm. working at a small PR firm to a big PR firm mm-hmm. to just randomly having a meeting with her one day. Like that's always inspiring. And we we literally we talk maybe once a month just to catch up with each other so right. we can like 
give me tidbits or whatever of the industry, but he's really motivating. Shout out to Javaris. <laughs> um, but then also I um I had a friend that put me on to like really positive thinking and like okay um just making sure that I stay focused. And that friend really pushed me because I was honestly like, no, I can't do it. You know, I'll just wait till I get out in 20 years. And he was like, no, yes, you can. You can't like you can if that's what you want to do. Like you're going to work. You're miserable, miserable every day. So you have children. Show your children that you can follow your dreams because when they're 18, they're going to say, hey, mom, like, what do you think I should do? And mom is gonna tell you follow your dreams, but then my children are very vocal. They are. So what very, are they gonna be like? So mom, like, did, but you, you didn't. didn't. Yeah. yeah, they're gonna be like, but you didn't. That's exactly right. why I'm in, while I'm in school right now because I know for a fact my boys will be like, but you didn't. Right. So right. yeah, no, yeah. I agree. Um, yeah, my kids. I definitely. Few friends that keep me motivated, keep me going because i want to quit every day i swear to god i'd be like i'm over it but you know. trust me like especially like trying to do something and it don't work and then you try again mm-hmm. and it don't work like yeah. this this is a testament to it like yeah. you know being a dreamer is definitely it's, it's hard. hard yeah it's it's a, a job you make it yeah but i think people need to dream more often mm-hmm. i mean be be realistic but yeah i think you need to dream more often right. yeah i think like i said that's what Help me with my travels with my dad. Just I'm around all kinds of different people. I'm in different countries and different states. Mm-hmm. So when you're, for example, uh, what you say in Warrington was mm-hmm. kind of, I guess maybe you felt isolated out there. And you know, what is the world really like beyond Outside that, Warrington? Yeah, beyond right. that. Yeah. You know, so because I was a reader and because I was able to travel, plus I had family like all over the place. My family really was pretty much based in North Carolina, but. I have family in Man, New Mexico, Tennessee, Cleveland, New York. You know, these are places that I've always been able to go to and Man. just see a whole different kind of world. Agree, so that always expanded my imagination as well as, yeah. you know, what my dreams would be or could possibly be. Man. We have um we have like some really amazing people that have come from Warrington. And I want to like one day, this is just a dream I I really I was just telling two people about it. I want to write two Two movies, two screenplays about different stories that I've heard from Warrington. But I really mm-hmm. just want to let people know from Warrington that you can dream big and that you can make it. Because, like I said, we have, like, of course, we got the doctors, the lawyers, um, the people that have You just the, want to be another piece to the that puzzle. The people that have the, right. the conventional dreams. Right. You know? Or I should say a different piece yeah, to that puzzle. Yeah, but I want to be the person from Warren County that brings Hollywood and the arts to right. to the city. Gotcha. Right. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. But the other thing, I was looking this up, Earl Nightingale, um, The Stranger's Secret. I While I was still in the Air Force, I used to listen to that book mm-hmm. every day, every morning. And listening to that book is really what helped me. Like, like See the light. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. See the light. Yeah. It was like my love for um, pop culture and the arts and stuff like that, which made me like I kind of knew like I and like I said, you know, when I finally went to school, like when I first got out of the military, I I took a few years off. I didn't go right to school right away. When I finally decided to go to school, I said, all right, I'm going to get this graphic design a try. Mm -hmm. I tried it and I hated it. (laughs) 
because I figure, oh, I draw, I can do stuff, you know, graphics, and then you know, at that same time, I was heavy on the mixtape circuit. You know what right. I'm saying? So I was heavy on the mixtape circuit, DJing, working with a lot of artists and stuff in the industry. Um, I think around that time, um, I was on my second hip hop doctrine, uh, Boondocks, which is my favorite. Boondocks, yeah, the uh, the official Boondocks Volume animated two. series for the, for the Boondocks. I was working on that, and I worked I already have worked with a lot of graphic designers and stuff like that. But me, I was like, well, I still draw, I still dabble. I'm gonna go ahead and and, and go to school. So I think 2009 is when I first went to school. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, I tried. Where did you go to school? I, I went to a, uh, com, well, at the time, it was like community slash technical college, but okay. I went to Chattanooga State. I was okay. in, I was in, uh, I was living in Georgia at the time, mm-hmm. but it wasn't too far. I was living in North Georgia, so it was like a half an hour drive to Chattanooga and like an hour drive south to Atlanta. So I was sandwiching in between the two, you know, cities. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I just, I, I hated it. So I went to my advisor, you got anything else for me? I don't, I don't like the way this graphic design thing is going. Um, I need something that, you know, well, what do you like to do? What do you like? I like movies. I like listening to music. I like, you know, oh, I got just a thing, media technologies. Right. I'm like, well, what does that entail? Mm-hmm. And when he put me into all the courses, I learned, I, I, it made me look at movies different. Mm-hmm. It made me listen to the radio different. Right. Listen to music different. It just had me looking at different things because now you're looking at it from the, the behind the scenes, right? Right. You know, lens. That's literally why I go off on Facebook about these movies. <laughs> yeah, because you're looking at it like, from behind. I'm looking at it from but, behind. And, the and it's crazy because when you, like, yeah, well, I thought it was great. No. Okay. Yeah, but you you're didn't. Just viewing but it. did you yeah. didn't just learn about dolly shots? Right. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like you bad know wigs. That, that, that uh, Dutch angle and that. Uh, you didn't see a piece of that boom mic sticking right. from the top right, of the yeah. And like we talked about earlier, bad editing, <laughs> right. bad editing, horrible editing, bad wigs. <laughs> but yeah, so... That um, rack focus is beautiful. That's usually me like, oh my God, did you see that? Right. <laughs> you know, I mean, I knew what I wanted to do, but I didn't have the equipment, which is right. why I wanted to go to college. I'm sitting there like, yo, I got a, they got a college. That's why I chose St. Aug. St. Aug was the only school... That I applied to that accepted me that had radio and TV. Yeah, and I did my stint with college yeah. radio too. And that, yeah, I I could see. Shout really out W A U G seven fifty AM Saint Aug. They have a really nice studio too. Oh um, man, uh, I didn't realize that. They just, I think that's the one that Coach K and all of them had started building because you know, like <laughs> little Uzi, uh, little Uzi Vert's mama went to Saint Aug. <laughs> yeah, she was ahead. She was like, she was ahead of me. Oh wow! But yeah, she went to say, all the guy, Coach K, who who brought the Migos to the table. Oh, okay. He's Co- the one that's building the recording studio on campus right now. Okay, okay, Coach K. Yeah, from uh, yeah, quality K. control. Yeah, Shout out, Coach K. Coach K. Yeah. I think another thing might help young people too, as far as dreamers. Like, we could use some more art schools, mm-hmm. schools, more schools of the art. Yeah, true. You know what I'm saying? Um, when I was in high school, you won't believe. I went to high school with. I don't know. I don't know if you remember this and that. They did the original whoop. There it is. Mm-hmm. I went to high school with them. I went to high school with Afion Crockett. Yeah, you did. Too. Yeah. I you went to high school with Dennis L. A. White. If you know him as an actor, you've seen Notorious, right? Yes. Remember the guy that took the rap form? They're like, oh, I'll yes. take the charge. Yeah. That's Dennis. Okay. So, and he's also been on Atlanta, and he was also doing. Him and Afion were doing um stand up comedy. You can look out, look it up on face on oh, not Facebook, Lord, YouTube. 
when Atheon and there were two twins back home in Fayetteville, John A and John E. Shout out the twins, and they performed on Showtime of the Apollo with uh Steve Harvey was the host. They're like, "Where y'all come from? <laughs> Fayetteville? How you get here?" <laughs> The bus. <laughs> but yeah, wow. I mean, I went to school with them and they kind of showed me like, you know, you could get out of here and do some stuff artistically. Right. You right. Know, and, and get out here and do stuff. Like I said, my main thing in college was I couldn't afford, you know, my turntable was raggedy. Art school is so expensive, though. That's the that's the one thing that kills art school. Yeah, it is. Because some of the classes that I took before I took, you know, before, you know, the basics and stuff, like sociology and stuff like that. I had art appreciation and stuff like that. And then I had like, you know, classes where we would sketch and I had to get a big portfolio bag and fill it up with expensive stuff. Stuff. Like, you know, on top of having like a laptop and yeah, it's expensive. I went to the art institutes of at Raleigh Durham before they closed down. Um that's why I did my my little bit of film school. But I was and I was very sad like i went through a whole depression and everything when they closed down because mm. but that led me back to central so i'm okay. happy to be at nccu that's see, at the time central central didn't even have a radio station yeah they didn't have a mass con that's why i didn't go to central i applied oh, wow. to central i'm sitting there thinking oh i know central got it pretty young it's pretty, wow. pretty new this is stuff they didn't even have at the time. And then when I found that Central didn't have anything, well, they didn't have a, a MassCon um, major, I was like, well, that just crossed Central. That's, I, I would say, I would equate the, like, the being on, like, college radio and stuff, mm-hmm. that kind of helped me, you know, have the confidence to do this, too, as well, like, podcasting. Because, like, during that time, that was the big wave right. a few years back. Podcast, podcast, podcast. So I'm like, yeah. okay, what does this entail? Oh, these are pre-recorded? <laughs> I can edit. Yeah. Oh, I'm all for this. Like, cause I already had dabbled in the audio production. Right. When I was, you know, uh, taking courses, I dabbled into. I interned at a radio station before. Shout out Power ninety four in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Um, I've been on Sirius Satellite Radio with with the lead crew, um, DJing and stuff. So like I, you know, it helped me. And then at the same time, I was going to school. I was still in the mixtape circuit, and you know, hitting these events up and meeting these people in the industry, music and art and stuff like that. Yeah, so, your mixtapes on live mixtapes? Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. What you know about some live mixtapes? Yeah, I got mixtapes. Yeah, oh, I do. She's shocking me. Yeah, no, I, yeah, that Piff too. That Piff, Yeah. Right? <laughs> that Piff, yeah. They you all see the thing, crazy, they crazy thing about. What, that Piff? Yeah. What? Like, do people still use them? Yeah, they yeah. do. I, I got yeah. it on my phone right now. Like, I had to download them. I, cause, you know, you know why? Because like, some of my, um, Upon my transition moving here, like I, that's a whole nother story. I'm not even gonna get into that. But a lot of my belongings were misplaced. So a lot, of, <laughs> you know the story. But I'm not even gonna go there. But right, um, right, right. How 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 Dub and I met was crazy at 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 a place. Yeah, a lot of mixtapes right there. Um, I had that. Where's that? Yeah, right here. That's okay. Yeah. Audio Mac, all that. I knew who up. he was, but didn't know who he was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where at work. He trained me at work when I started working. And um, on his badge, he had uh, he's connected to hip-hop. I'm like, okay. People don't ordinarily say connected to hip-hop. They say rap, yeah. whatever city, whatever. Well, well she's, she got a confused look on her face. What he means by connected to hip-hop, um, at, at our job, you know, we have name tags, and they'll ask you, 
you know what you're connected to like what do you like or what do right. you yeah. you know and, he, and i love hip-hop so okay. i'll put that there, so he's so. training me and i'm like connected to hip-hop who is this dude and we just started talking. We 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 bonded instantly on hip hop and comics instantly. And then I started getting to know who he was. I'm like, this is Dub Floyd. You know, I love the Boondock series. Yeah, I was like, yo, was, this is the I same was very dude. modest. I didn't come out and say, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I, you know, did this, did that. No, uh, uh-uh, that's not. And me. I was very just modest, like, wow, you know this man. dude made a mixtape that I consider like in my top ten of mixtapes. A lot of people of all yeah. time was volume two. I like all three. Don't get me wrong, but two was my jump. That's crazy because this year, like you know, I put a post up. This year marks t- uh, the tenth anniversary of, of uh, Volume Three. Three, yeah. You need to bring. You need to go ahead and bring that back out. Volume Three. You I might have to do something. I mean, y'all don't yeah. get me wrong. Y'all can check it out on YouTube. That Piff and what's the other one? Uh, <laughs> live mixtapes. Live, yeah, live, live mixtapes. But yeah, I had. I had girl. That's yeah, yeah, I had early Rhapsody yeah. on there. I had like. It, it was heavy, North Carolina heavy. Too. Yeah, volume two that was, was a testament extremely to, North Carolina heavy. It's crazy how I ended up here because it was right. a testament. I was in, still in uh, Georgia at the time, and you know I had uh, had Finn on there, Finny yep. on there. I had uh, Remo. Yep, Rhapsody. Yeah, little Rhapsody, brother. Rhapsody, little brother. Uh, uh, who who else was on there from NC? Um, the Tom Hardy. Yeah, I had the Tom Hardy. Did we already say Big Remo. Yeah, Remo. Um, I had uh, Big Trill. TQ. Yeah, I had, um, I'm trying to think. It, I had no, a, not TQ. Ilpo, Ilpo. GQ and TP. And TP. Ilpo, Ilpo, I had Tab 1. What you say with dope? Ilpo. Yeah, Ilpo. Yeah. yeah. yeah she, I had it. a friend that used to do a lot of music with him. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he doesn't do music anymore, sadly. He was pretty dope, though. Okay. 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 Yeah. NC yeah. is in the building. Yeah, but yeah, it just was a testament. Like when I released that, it was just a testament. I know we're all over the place, but um, <laughs> but yeah, but I mean, I like the fact that we it, it this uh episode is so candid. We really didn't get into any of the the uh topics, but it was much needed. You know, it was a much needed introduction. Right. It was right. more so. So that's that's what this episode is. It's just the introduction <laughs> right. of right. <laughs> Bro, know, I think she's. I think cash I think, collective. I think, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> coming to this collective. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah, I think that's what you know. I think she's gonna. I think she's gonna bring more ladies' ears to yeah. the show. So this is sort. Of, this would be sort of your episode of sorts. Okay. You know, what this I'm is saying? your because, first appearance. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is your first. You, appearance. What episode did you make your first appearance on? It was like episode five, four, four or five. It's either four or five. No, it had to be five because you did four already, didn't you? No. Before I got on. Mm-mm. So it was only three. Okay, well, my first appearance is, is uh, episode four, volume one. Yeah, episode four, and yours is episode ten. Ten. Volume two. <laughs> volume two. Yeah, volume one, volume two. That's why we do it, yeah. did it like that. Mm-hmm. So, so they're like, you know, they're like uh, comic books. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you I, got different volumes of each, you know, story. I do want to ask a question right quick. I, uh, this is part of my subject that I was going to bring up with the uh, with the recent passing of Kobe. Mm-hmm. Um, whose death in hip-hop affected you? That's a good question. Mm. And 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 and, and who and who was it that passed? What death affected Honestly, me? Uh, for me, yeah. Okay, I remember when Biggie passed. I remember when Tupac passed. But when Nipsey passed or got killed, that's what I'm going to say. Broke down and cried. That's what I'm going to say. Like you saying, as far as affected, and I think the reason why, yeah, it like affected, like it, yeah. was there a hip hop death that made you shed a tear? 
or had you just like damn near Nipsey? Really? Yeah, and I'm gonna say I'm gonna tell you why because okay, when you remember when Biggie and Pac passed away? Yeah, I was a lot young. I was I was in high school. You know what I'm saying when they passed. I was in high school. I was in college when they. You passed. know, I didn't graduate yeah. till '99. I'm glad. Whoop, whoop. Last, <laughs> last class. High school. I was in middle school, and yeah, I was la- probably just like, mm. "Dang." Last like middle cla- school, high yeah. school, college. Yeah, yeah. Last class of the millennium. I'm like, "Hey," but yeah. So I was in high school when that happened. So my thought process wasn't. I, of course, I was right. saddened. I was like, you know, mm-hmm. but at that time, I was still getting to know these guys as artists. You right. know what I'm saying? Nipsey, I'm I'm grown. I'm a grown ass man now. You right. know what I'm saying? I right. understand more. I see his moves he's making outside of hip hop. Right. I see what he's doing in hip hop. Right. He put out a classic album, like it was classic from top to bottom, and got nominated for a Grammy before he passed. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. So I'm seeing all of these things, and then out of nowhere, boom, he's going yeah. like, right. "Wait, no, what?" You know what I'm saying? Right. So we it was just, like, we it was like, <laughs> and then he 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 eventually got his Grammy this year, right? You know what I'm saying? But he's not here, right? Too. So too. it don't really yeah. like it. Don't it's not a like I can't it see him celebrate, so I can't celebrate. You know what I'm saying? I can't see him celebrate it, so I can't be like, yeah, you know, Nipsey. So that's why I would say it affected Nipsey me more. Affected you like that as but, well as Cash? Yeah, because yeah, because it's I think it's more so it's due to the fact that I'm I'm grown now, right? Like, my sensory, like my, you know, my emotions, everything is is heightened right. due to the fact that I didn't witness some things, I didn't experience, you know, some right. things in my life, and I look at things in a different. Like we're talking, what, what Pac died in ninety six, yeah, and Big was ninety seven. So let's see, I'm fifteen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Fifteen, sixteen yeah. years old. So fifteen, sixteen year old me, thirty some odd year old me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's two, right. you know, two different. With me, it was Jam Master J. Mm. I'm a kid, break dancing, all that stuff. And the reason why Jam Master J affected me because I just couldn't figure out why. Because he didn't right. put out that kind of energy. Right. For, you know, especially when you hear how it happened. Right. You know, somebody runs up in the studio, shoots him in the back of the head. Why? This is Jam Master J. Jam yeah, Master Jay never out of nowhere. Yeah. Did nothing like that. And I didn't I didn't necessarily cry, but I was sitting there. Trying to comprehend, yeah, like, comprehend what, it. Like, well, why would, do, would somebody do that? that you know, and same thing happened, you know, with Nipsey too. I'm like, what, what, what? Right. You know, I'm not gonna lie. When Tupac got shot, I was like, eh, nigga been shot before. He'll he'll live. I sort of was like that though. I, I just was like, yeah. Biggie it, was a shock because he didn't move like I that. I just either. remember Biggie's funeral on TV and watching it and just seeing all the people like, in the, the street and Brooklyn yeah, yeah, out yeah. And about. I'm just like, wow, like. That's crazy the impact that he had, and mm-hmm. I I remember seeing, you know, the hearse going down and, but it yeah, was, going down uh Best Eye Avenue, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so. see, like when I think about it now, I can I can really only think of maybe two or three females that had were in hip hop that were that kind of impacted me. Um, DJ Pam the Funkstress, if you heard of her you from the coup, female deaths, yeah, female oh, deaths yeah, in hip hop, in hip hop, mm, yeah, DJ Pam one. the Funkstress from the coup. Okay. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Yeah, from the she passed. When did she passed, bro, she passed. Bro, it's been like two or three years ago. Maybe because there's some people that. that passed. Like, like, no, well, I'm just learning that they passed like right. years ago, and I'm like, what? I'm thinking they, the whole time they're still living. And probably maybe uh, Sylvia Robinson, who established Sugar Hill Records. 
Okay, I'm, I remember when yeah. she passed. You know, because of what she did as far as like yeah. giving the Sugar Hill Gang right. and either of uh, other rappers or acts. I called them rappers back then. They weren't MCs back no, then. No, they, they were rappers. rappers. Yeah, and there's still some rappers to this day. <laughs> I tell you that. <laughs> but establishing that record label and being able to put something out there, you know, right. Sugar Hill Gang like one of the first guys that was getting play on the radio as far right. as um hip hop or rap. Right. Back then, you know, that was huge to get on the radio yeah. as far as um rapping but yeah those two in particular and i can't remember the young lady's name that was part of the conscious daughters uh, oh yeah yeah in yeah. uh in cali yeah that, what about um, what about remember uh mc trouble yes mc trouble yeah mc, uh, trouble. MC trouble had uh i think she passed away from a seizure yeah she had a seizure in her sleep yeah and passed away but i think she also had sickle cell at the time too yeah um the as women well. for me had to be uh left eye yeah le- because yeah, left eye. yeah. Just watching her transition, you know, she was going through her spiritual awakening, mm-hmm. and then she died in a car crash. Yeah. So that was really. Have sad you seen that like, documentary? You saw a documentary. Yeah. It seemed oh, like she man. was. At, she was. It seemed like she was at peak. Like she knew it yeah. was coming. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? The only person in the car that didn't have a seatbelt on. Yeah, it seemed like she knew it, it was coming. She was just all she cool. She may have. I believe some she, people when do. They, oh, when yeah. they showed that, when they when, they, when yeah. they showed that, which kind of messed Freaked me up. You out. Yeah. But they showed that she was just like cool. It was like, and then what? What was it? Did she try to swerve out the way of something? something they said the a road little boy was in the middle of the road. A what? Come, a little boy, and she swerved to not hit the boy. But come to find out, they saying I don't know. They said like Maybe the people she that just had a, the people that were with her didn't see a little yeah, boy. Yeah, didn't see. Didn't see. So it could have been like a I, it, one of those mysteries yeah. we would never understand and never know. You know what I mean? So I, you know. But yeah, she was dope. I just I was really sad when she passed away. Yeah, yeah, she was dope. She was dope. I remember I was in Korea when Aaliyah passed. That, you know, that hit hard too. So yeah, that, was that, that that yeah, that kind of actually I was rapping. We were we were rapping. I was we were getting ready to hit the stage, and the dude, the DJ, came up. Yeah, I just want to send him, you know, rest in peace to Aaliyah. And I'm like, what? We about to wait a I'm minute. About to go on <laughs> <after that>? <laughs> <laughs> What? Seriously, bro. Like, we was in the club the night that uh, we were in the club the night that ODB passed away, mm. and they started playing uh, Brooklyn Zoo. Mm. Oh, you know it was you know it was on then. Yeah, I remember when he passed too. I was like, what? I mean, when Pun passed, like that was crazy. Yeah. Well, you That's know, Pun was at Duke for a while in their weight mm. program. Oh wow. When you see like if you ever see like the video where he's like in this pool with his kids and stuff like that, floating oh, and stuff yeah, like that. Oh yeah, I remember that. They that were, was in a documentary. He was, yeah, he was at Duke when they uh, when they did because he lived in Durham for like about almost like six I've months. I've always heard that. I had to watch it. I always heard. Yeah, that. he was he was here for about six months. He was getting you know getting trying to get help and get healthy and lose all that weight. I've always heard that. Yeah. Uh, at Duke, I think he lost. I think they said he lost like almost two hundred pounds. Mm. But then it's like once he got out of this environment, where you know. It's Durham. Let's just be honest. It's not as much to do in Durham than it is in New York. Right. Mm-hmm. So all he had to do was focus on probably his pretty much his family and losing that weight. Mm-hmm. And when he left and went to New York and didn't come back, that's when he put all that weight back on again. Yeah. And, in New you York, know, you could eat all day and night. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that's, and nobody, you know, he's eat, got people eat when they bored. He's know? got right. people up there in New York that's going to do whatever he says or ask. Mm-hmm. And he had people here in Durham that's really trying to help him. Like, nah, no, uh, uh, I can't remember. It's like, Mr. Riaz, uh, you're not going to do that. Mm-hmm. We can't do that. You know what I'm saying? And maybe that's part of the reason why he left. Right, yeah. You know, he wasn't allowed to just do what he wanted to do here. But he was getting better. I thought, you know, that would maybe overshadow what I want to do as opposed right. to what I need to do. That's... Right. That's crazy, man. But 
but yeah, um, I you see what I had uh, text you? I said she's mm-hmm. the newest member of the podcast team. <laughs> 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 Got to pass her that Rockefeller chain. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean. But um, there's many more episodes to come. Like I said, I just wanted to focus. I know we didn't touch on anything else, but we got a lot of comments too. What? What's that? Oh, speaking of, okay, so let me give a shout out to Aaron Bronson. The last episode we put out, we were talking to all the listeners, and we wanted y'all to let us know where you're repping from, what comic book shop you go to, your block, your, your block, comic shop, your comic shop, your city, your Rip city, your block. yeah. So um, he hit us back and he said. Uh, I listened to y'all on on the podcast Go app because that was another thing too. We wanted to know what you guys are yeah. listening to us on. Yeah. So he said, "I'm listening to y'all on the podcast Go app." Didn't know we were on that, whatever that is, <laughs> you know. So, but um, and I'm repping Greensboro, NC, and Foul Town. Is that Foul Town? Is that how you say that? Shout out to Gate hey, City, Greensboro. Greensboro, NC, and Foul Town, NC, Foul Town. I have no idea what it is, but shout out Foul Town. Yeah, shout out Foul Town. <laughs> he said, I get most of my books from Ed McKay's, Eastgate Comics, and Kessel Run Comics. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Aaron Bronson, man. We definitely appreciate your support and you rocking with us, man. Where the rest of y'all at? Yeah, where the rest of y'all? <laughs> you, know, you know, Aaron spoke up. Where the rest of y'all at? We need to know your city, your block, and where you get your comics at, your comic shop. Yeah. Um, and yes, you can listen to us on, because I didn't do this in the beginning. But like I said, we're just coming back. Right. And we're a little rusty, but we're right. we going to get through it. But um, you can check us out on Pandora, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio, Google Play, Podcast Addict, um, CastBox, and just about any podcast streaming app and platform out there, we're there. Uh, Stitcher. forgot Stitcher. Right, Stitcher. Yeah, um, yeah so don't forget us, uh, to give us a like. Um Comment, subscribe, uh, tell a friend to tell a friend. Tell three and tell them to tell three more. There we go. Yeah, we have to spread the word. Um, right, right. But we, yeah. Well, Cash, where did you get your music from? And what's your block back in Warrington, the big dub? <laughs> where I get my music from? Yeah. Back, back, back home. Back home? Um, yeah, he didn't say comics because, you know. You know, you're just Now, again. in 2020. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, or, or where or, would you like go? Like I said, yeah. Like, you, you talking about all your CDs and everything. Yeah. Well, you yeah, said we most of them were your sisters, but. She, you know. said, she said, uh, uh, yeah. Well, we- you know what? Growing <laughs> up, I would, when I started working, um, I would get them from Walmart. Okay. Just whatever. Like, I I remember buying. Erica oh, you didn't Badu's. get it. They were censored. Cause I know Walmart was censored. No, yeah. I would get Erica. Ba- I bought Erica Badu's. So you bought all the R&B. Baduism yeah, stuff that you didn't from really Walmart, have. Like, yeah, right. that it didn't two have three to be. Times. Right. But, um,. <laughs> We would come to Durham quite often, so I would get them from Fye. Okay. Um, CDs, but now of course I'm Apple Music girl. Um, right. SoundCloud lover. Yeah, I looked. Yeah, I looked SoundCloud at the, DJ. Looked at. I looked at the phone. I said, "She's Team Apple." Yeah, I'm definitely <laughs> Apple girl. Samsung. I'm okay. a Galaxy. <laughs> okay. You know, I'm a SoundCloud. I'm a guardian of DJ. the galaxy. <laughs> Guardians of the galaxy. <laughs> and then oh, I yeah. also. Uh, I just started listening to music on Spotify, but I don't know. I, I had Spotify. I, I just switched over to Google Play. Spotify mm-hmm. was giving me a lot of like problems. Mm-hmm. Um, really? Yeah. Okay. But uh, shout out Spotify. Right. <laughs> um, you could definitely listen to us there. Um, actually, they're like the second highest, you know, um, I guess app that you know people listen streaming to us app. on your stream app that. 
they stream our podcast on. Mm-hmm. Pandora is first. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love Pandora too. Yeah. Yeah, we're on there definitely. Apparently, the people do because I it shocked me. I at first because when I first got the stats, I didn't even know. Right, because before yeah. it never showed that. Yeah, we had to break it all the way down. Yeah, from like the cities and the countries that were listening to us, all the way to the. Yeah, the, it never uh, showed the podcast like it, services. Right, it it it'll show you know it showed Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Google Play, and all of those like iTunes, but it never showed Pandora. So all of a sudden, as those like you seen that episode, the numbers were up. Mm-hmm. So I started checking stats, and then I'm like, where are most of these people listening to you know to this from? And then. One day it just popped up Pandora. I'm like, we on there? That's dope. I had to double check. I went to my Pandora app, typed in the podcast, and we were there. So, oh, you know what? We got to give a, another shout out right quick to the Funky Four Plus One, who were in, who were inducted to the Hip Hop Museum in DC. I heard about that. Uh, I heard about that. If y'all don't know who Funky Four Plus One is, they were the first rap hip hop group to perform on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. And also featured the first female, female MC, MC, MC Shaw Rock. Yep, in a group. Who's yeah. still who's still with us here today? Yeah. Uh, but matter of fact, all the members, if I'm not mistaken, are still with us in the present here today. Yeah. And uh, one more thing, we also want to make sure we look out for uh, Dredge the Black Sheep and Jay Dilla's album. Rest in yes. peace, oh, wow. Jay Dilla. Yes. Uh, the album's called No Words. Yes. Uh, got straight permission for uh, Mom Dukes. Shout out Mom Dukes, Mom Dukes. Yes. who released a few of those beats. And from what I've heard, y'all, it is it, it's, yeah. it bangs. Yeah. Dilla's my favorite. It's crazy my favorite because producer. real Dilla. okay. Yeah, that's what's up. Dilla He's an Aquarius also. It's yeah. Soul Aquarians. <laughs> She's a lady that knows about Dilla. Soul Aquarians. See, yeah, Soul Aquarians. But yeah, um, it, it's crazy because uh, uh, I was. You know, listen to the last episode and mm. how Keith Murray was talking about, you know, working with Dilla. Right. You know, and I was listening to it today. And I was like, I actually like this version better than the original version of uh, the rhyme, the remix. Oh, the remix that he did. Okay. Yeah. But I also, I love that track. Um, What was it? The uh, the first one that we talked about uh, was um, Dangerous Ground. Dangerous Ground. With, yeah. Uh, I, I like that track with 50 Grand. Yeah. Yeah. With 50 Grand. Yeah, I like that track. Dilla's production is just. He was a genius. Stellar. Like, oh, he was ahead of his time. <laughs> I used to hear that, that sometimes guys would rap with no beat. He'd have like a metronome going and they'd be rapping to that. And then they hear later the kind of music he would put to it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I love the offbeat style. He Not offbeat, but like the. He. Some of it was at, offbeat, though. Some yeah, of it was yeah, offbeat. He, yeah, but he, it, yeah, it, it wasn't worked. It wasn't synchronized. And yeah. It wasn't like quantized and everything. Yeah. Everything was like a little off, like, you know. Especially with the hi hats, because I, I didn't, I didn't feel, I didn't feel that everybody could rap over a Jay Dilla beat. Favorite Dilla beat. Favorite Dilla beat. Favorite Dilla beat. Favorite, Favorite Dilla beat. Three, three. Give me three. What Give me name three. three? Oh, I can tell Give you right three. now, Ride by Q Tip. That's one of mine. <laughs> That's one of mine. Let me tell you, Ride That's by Q Tip. Um, I'd probably say Stakes is High. <laughs> That's crazy. By De La Soul. Is high. And my last one. What's your last one? The Casco. Let her say something first. Oh my god, <laughs> it's too hard. Look, I can't think. The Dilla oh. beat. Wow, my last one. Not Jumper. From comments. Oh, like what if it's definitely chocolate. right. That's probably my first one. That's that's probably that's, number one for me. That's yeah, Not Jumper. Yeah, I'm, I wanna get into no, no, this. No, no, yeah, do this. Yeah, because mm-hmm. when, when you said comment, I'm thinking about Thelonious. That's a dope beat too. Yeah, Thelonious was hot. 
I would that's say a, it's my third favorite. That's a hot oh, beat. the third oh, favorite is hard. Another one I forgot. Um, I like um, get this money. Slum Village. Yeah. That's a yo. He my, had too um, many. He had too many. Anything with Dwelle, Dime Piece. I love Dime mm. Piece. Yeah. I never um, listened to Dwelle's album. I'm gonna have to. I never. Really, this is really, on really. the Shining. Oh okay. Yeah. Okay. But um, but yeah, anything with Dwelle is. Is Dwelle still even still active? <sighs> Dwelle is. I'm. I follow him on Instagram, and he's like, he's a dad now. Oh, okay. So he does a so lot he, with his son. So he's kinda, but he's kind of like transitioning into but, like, I can't tell if it's like film or something, but I know he definitely tours a lot. Okay. And he likes to play with the camera and shoot his own little videos yeah, he, and stuff. He's, so he's dope, man. Yeah, he's doing a lot. I, lo- I love all, like, I love artists like, like, of, of his stature, like him. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm a big fan of Bilal. Oh my God, yeah. I love Big Bilal. Bilal fan. He's my future ex-husband. I'm a Bilal <laughs> I'm a, um, I'm a Bilal fan. I'm a, uh, I'm trying to think of some more folks like, you know, that, um, that Dilla worked with. No, not just, not just that Dilla. are consistently. I got my third favorite Dilla beat. What's that? Running by the far side. That's a good one. That's absolutely running good. by the far side. Yeah, my my three, the first two we matched. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. My, First one, that ride, third one was hard. I was bait between ride, ride, ride Q-tip, stakes is high, stakes high De La Soul, Soul. and uh, Knock Chopper by Common. Yeah, and I, I went with uh, on the way home. And an honorable <laughs> mention, and, 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 and an honorable mention would be, um, an honorable mention would be for Dilla. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Well, I could tell you, my honorable mention would probably be "Love It Here" by Elzai. If you, I don't know if you've heard that, but because it was like on his um witness my growth mixtape. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, I know which beat you talking about. That's a that's yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. go. That go. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You know what? For me, I think. See, I can't name the songs because for me, it took me a while to realize that I like the sound of Dilla. Like right. I would always say, okay, I like this this artist. I like this song. Whatever. But you realize but later on, you realize, that oh, that was him, and this is him, that I'm right? And yeah, right, exactly. I got my honorable mention, uh, Wuha remix. Come on, the one with uh, ODB. Yes, indeed. Oh, that shit. That's, that's a good one. Mm, that, that is a good one, though. Dope. That shit. Not, that is, oh, you never, you never heard oh. that? Oh, you got to, you got to do out. the Googles. That'd be the first one you <laughs> ride home to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, Wuha. You you know the song Wuha, Bust the Rhymes. The remix featuring ODB. Buster Rhymes wow. beat by Jake Dilla. You can't get no better than right. that. You can't. I mean, that's like a smorgasbord right here. Right. I just didn't realize how many beats that Dilla actually did. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, like even like um, Once Again by Tribe. How can I? Oh, my gosh. How can I forget that beat? That 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 banged, and he did like a lot of stuff on all Fife. Right, I'm taking my all right. I'm taking my look. Taking my, it back. Yeah, my my first one. What did I say? My first one was Rod. Damn, yeah. I gotta lay that on there. You got to leave. Ride I gotta leave. Ride. Ride. You can play it instrumental and just like let it go. All right, I'm taking Nog Champa out, and okay. I'm putting. Well, I'm gonna keep that one. <laughs> <laughs> Nog Champa, I'm putting in my honorable mentions. Okay. You know what I mean? But once again, guys, that's number once that. Oh my gosh, the way they, it's so jazzy. I love that beat. I love that beat. You know, because like you know, he was going by JD at first, mm-hmm. which I didn't think there's a problem with it. You know him being called JD, like the, I mean, good. Guy. It's two Dr. Dre's. Right. You don't know the difference between Dr. Dre on the West Coast and Dr. You know your own TV rap star Dr. Dre. You know what I'm saying you're not listening. Mm-hmm. Right. 
I could listen to anything that Dilla did. I'd be like, I know that's not Jermaine Dupree. Facts. <laughs> yeah, you're not Jermaine Dupree yeah. doing that. Yeah, that uh, Dilla. Good Jesus. See, she gonna make me go home and listen to some Dilla too. Yeah, for real. <laughs> for real. I'm all these listening to like Dilla that. for like the next two weeks. For yeah. real. Oh, she got. She got to listen to uh, my mixtape I put out. Like what? Dirty Donuts. Yeah. You gotta oh, hear Dirty Donuts. Yeah. You yeah. got to hear Dirty Donuts. Yeah, I did. Um, All y'all got to hear Dirty Donuts. Yeah, yeah, I did a um, mixtape, what, what what was it, like two, three years back? Two, about two years back, right? You did it before we met, right? No. You did the same, I, oh I yeah, you're right, you're right, you, we did, you did the same year that we met, we were roommates. Yeah, we were roommates, I was working on it, mixtape uh-huh. with the next yeah. room, like, I was like, yeah, I did this mixtape, yeah. whatever. I didn't want no preview. Whatever. Yeah, I didn't want no preview, nothing. I said, just let me hear it when you finish yeah, it. Yeah, basically, I did it with another D- uh, DJ partner amount of, uh, of mine out of uh, Mississippi named DJ Break Em Off. And he came to, the, to me with the idea. He was like, yo, since his, uh, oh, what was it? It was ODB. ODB acapellas. Over Dilla Beats. Over Dilla Beats. But Beach. what was the significance? It was like, they're... The death dates were in the same month, or birth dates. Or, so it was or, something like that. It was like, something that they had in common. One that one of their together. death dates was on their birth, something like that. It was something like but that. It, it I can't remember for sure. And then, oh wow! On the intro, we had Erica Badu right mm-hmm. on the intro, and she was talking about how, you know, before Dilla passed, um, because ODB passed before Dilla. Yeah, ODB didn't he? I'm not sure about that. Yeah, I think ODB passed before Dilla because. In the in the intro, um, Erica Badu was uh, it was like an interview, and she was saying how Dilla's last days he would hallucinate, mm-hmm. and he would say like, "Yeah, you know, I gotta go meet uh, ODB." Yeah, that was like crazy when yeah. I heard that story. Yeah, he said ODB said get on the white bus and not on this bus, like right. like, like yeah, like the red wow. bus or something like that. Yeah, the red bus. bus or or, yeah, the red get bus. on that bus. Don't get on the other bus. Like he was having a talk right. with old, like you know hallucinating before he was passed mm-hmm. passed but that's well, on he, a, he, was, he was heavily medicated to it well time. heavily yeah but that was in that was for the intro mm-hmm. but basically it's odb acapellas over um dilla beats and vice versa so mm-hmm. if we like dilla versus over odb wu-tang right. beat. it's called dirty donuts yeah it bangs that yeah. sounds like a banger okay yeah. dirty was november 13 2004 Dilla was after that. Yeah, he was two thousand six. Yeah, yeah. Dilla's birthday. Mm-hmm. Is that's February. why he said that. Yeah, that's why he said that. I'm trying to figure out what the significance is. Yeah, that's why he said. Because Dilla was February tenth, two thousand six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dilla is, is February tenth, and what's what's ODB? Like, Hold on. Yeah. It was some significance. Yeah, it was some. Yeah, it was something to it. I that's that's why we did. He came to me with the idea, and I was like, "Yo, I'm all for it. Let's do it." You know what I'm saying? Let's 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 do that. I was like, let's uh, let's go ahead and do that. You know what I mean? So, um, wow, dirty passed November fifteenth. His his no, I'm sorry, his birth date was November fifteenth, sixty eight, and he died November thirteenth, two thousand four. Okay, and, and then, Dilla had a three day difference in his yeah. birthday and. Passing date. Okay. Okay. So that's what. That's probably that's, that's probably what it is then. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna definitely check that out. But yeah, so. But yeah, man. Like we definitely enjoyed you coming through. Um, we For look sure. forward. Yeah, we look forward to doing many more. I welcome to the team. Yeah, welcome Thank to the team. You. I hope we didn't drag this out too long. No, you know I'm good. <laughs>